0: Battle Ready broadcast, believing what it says. Hi, welcome back to Battle Ready. Thank you for joining us on this Saturday evening. Um, I'm Debbie Barkus. This is Laura Neal. We are in the second book of Chronicles, and we are going to pick up where we left off. We apologize that we have missed a week, but we're we're back. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and
1: before you say that, we'll probably miss next week, too. It's graduation season,
0: and I've got a daughter graduating next week from Cedarville University. And we're extremely and so, proud to get through some of our family events. Um, we are in Second Chronicles, the book of Second Chronicles. And I'll be honest, when we first started First Chronicles, I said for us to start it on purpose so that we could get some history, some background of some things going on. Thank you, Adam and now that we're in second chronicles uh, we're going to hear we're going to get into more history it's the kind of thing i was never really great in history in school but i know that's one of the things that you love is history and when someone explains it to me i like to hear it but it's hard for me to read and interpret when i read history so we're not there yet we're not into the thick parts we're just building the temple that's where we are today we're in chapter two so if you would go ahead and start us i want to talk about jealousy
1: Oh dear. <laughs> I really do. Okay. And, and history will come into this, but I just want to talk about jealousy, how how easy it is to to look at what someone else is accomplishing or what someone else is enjoying.
0: I'm going to find this think, one here while you're doing that, okay? Sorry. And
1: think to yourself, why not me? Why is that happening for them and that's not happening for me? And the reason I bring that up is in this chapter two we have two it's a tale of two kings we have Solomon the son of David Mm -hmm. who honestly through no merit of his own is being blessed up down in the middle right and left Mm -hmm. all around his father left him not only a legacy Mm -hmm. of following God but he left him a treasure trove of materials and skilled people and contacts and information so that he could build this temple that God said that he was allowed to build Mm -hmm. and Solomon is just blessed on every side and then you have a second king whose name is Hiram. Sometimes his name is spelled Hiram Mm -hmm. from Tyre. And he is a friend of Solomon's father. But what struck me when I read this is that there doesn't seem to be any jealousy between these two kings. We have two powerful people. Now, Tyre is Lebanon. Mm -hmm. So it's right north of Israel. It's Mm -hmm. right above it. Mm -hmm. Tyre and Sidon is what you hear in the Bible. Tyre and Sidon. Sidon was the city on the coast. And Tyre is an island, mm-hmm. but they're they're in partnership. It's like the same place. But they're all part of Lebanon today. You can go to Tyre today mm-hmm. and and see this place that we're talking about. What you'll see when of military history ever completed in the history of the world. Do you know what that is? Nope. Alexander the Great. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> but go ahead. Wanted to conquer Tyre, and it was told him that it was unconquerable because they, they had such fleet ships and such skilled sailors, and you had to get to the island, and you'd never get to the island. Mm-hmm. So he decides, well, I'll just make a pathway through the sea, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Isaiah talked about. Mm-hmm, and by did. the way, Isaiah predicted that they would scrape it into the sea like a man washes a dish. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. So Alexander the Great decides that we're gonna build a causeway or what Mm -hmm. they called a mole Mm -hmm. in historic literature out to that island mm-hmm. just we're going to build a pathway to take troops across and it took him for a long time to do because every time they would get close they would be fired upon the ships would come out and attack them but he just would not give up and he even stopped the building in one place he built towers to fire back he goes and gets his own fleet of ships and comes back from the other side and he's fighting him from this front and right from behind them and eventually, of course, he you literally takes everybody, them. just like Isaiah predicted. And he, it, they, it, I wrote down when I was looking this up. It said that there were six thousand of them killed during that final battle, but thirty thousand of them dragged off into slavery. Mm-hmm. And it was just completely conquered for Greece by Alexander the Great. So, we're, we're that's jumping all ahead of everything. But that's the place we're talking about. That's the history of this place. In this place, if you'd go today, you can find three thousand years worth of archaeological treasure and historical mm-hmm. facts about mm-hmm. things that you can't find anywhere else in the world that are preserved there. And and you even have like Josephus who wrote of Jesus Christ and told about what he did, who was a mm-hmm. a historian, not a Bible author. A historian talks about the treasures that were left there entire mm-hmm. and talks about what this culture was like. So so but, but my point, and, and my this point was this king mm-hmm. who He's, he's in a very powerful position. Have you ever heard of like Phoenicians and the alphabet? Mm-hmm. Phoenicians is Tyre. Mm-hmm. That, that's who they are. That, that's where the city is. They, they invented the alphabet. They are the most skilled sailors. It's rumored that Phoenician sailors maybe made it across the Atlantic before anybody knew anything about going across the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. The, their skill and their brains. Hiram's name means sharp rock. Mm-hmm. sharp he was right he's he's the king mm-hmm. of an intelligent industrious mm-hmm. technological
0: society and is it in first kings when this same story is repeated that it talks about them being so skilled in <coughs> craft and cunning and timber and, stone and carving and right and all, all this good stuff
1: well and we're going to talk about all that too but what's interesting is you could see that Hiram could be he's older it would appear than because he was david's friend and mm-hmm. now he's befriending solomon mm-hmm. Who is this upstart who's going to build a temple in Jerusalem who's greater than any other king who ever lived, whose Mm -hmm. wealth and knowledge Mm -hmm. is spreading abroad and all these kind of things? But Hiram is someone who there's no jealousy apparently in because when Solomon writes to him and says, by the way, David had Mm -hmm. set this up beforehand, Mm -hmm. writes to him and says, I'm ready to build the temple, and here's my plan for this. Mm -hmm. He writes to him as if Hiram knows exactly who God is, Mm -hmm. and Hiram writes back, as if he knows exactly who God is. Mm-hmm. And that this thing is bigger than the both of them. And then
0: they're happy to be contributing. And he's just
1: glad to be a part of it. And and he's gonna send him his best people. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I wanted to say was for Solomon, I wonder how it was it a pill to swallow that he hires so many people who are not Jewish people because no. they're the best. Mm-hmm. Right, he mm-hmm. he he's his his culture is not quite as skilled and advanced mm-hmm. in these ways. So he goes. Like he said, "I'm going to build this mm-hmm. for God. I don't care where you come from. I want the best uh-huh. people possible, mm-hmm. right, to do this job because this is to honor God. And He's not just the God of Israel.
0: He's the God of everybody, mm-hmm. right? And he, mm-hmm. he deserves the very best. Yep. And I know it says that. I just can't find it right this way. But it says That Hiram's people are like." Renowned right. for World being renowned. able to do this, these things better. Yeah. Carving, stone, jewels, mm-hmm. timber, every, everything about it.
1: It's interesting to me.
0: Just another little historical note that I think is
1: interesting. Guess what other famous person is from Tyre? Jezebel. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes, I forgot about her. So later
1: on in the in the nation's history, in Israel's history, they'll have a king named Ahab with a wife named Jezebel who leads them into. Idol, idol worship worship of Baal that Tyre has a very specific worship of Baal mm-hmm. that they followed and she would introduce that to the northern kingdom mm-hmm. and that that would be a great battle between Elijah and the prophets of Baal that we see on Mount Carmel that wonderful story that we we read about how they so were all a defeated. So good
0: relationship can turn into
1: well I, I'm going to say Israel wouldn't do much better at the time right there no they, that's where this is coming from but at this time apparently Mm-hmm. the king knows who god is maybe from being yep. in contact with david yeah but he he when he what he writes back what so- solomon writes to him doesn't say well let me tell you about our god that you don't know anything about Mm-mm. he talks about the god they both know and that's in this chapter too because hiram
0: answers yeah. in verse 11. Yeah. so
1: there's no place for the question why not me why is mm-hmm. this not happening why can't i build this entire why is he getting all right this, yeah. why is he getting all this honor and glory so how do he's we, glad for him so
0: how do we equate that then to the church because if we're not careful, we'll hear of somebody's great revival and then we'll be sad because we don't have that. And, and you somebody, can have that. You can always you have can that. You can have that. Absolutely. And and,
1: and we, we ask God for it. And the thing is, anytime people are being rescued from hell, and any time a church is growing and people I'm happy for you. I am too. And I'm praying for you and I love you and I want to lift you up and ask God to use you team. as much as you can. Yes. Like it's the wrong thing. But Satan will creep in there and say, Why not me? Why, not Why is that not happening for Why me? Why in our church, too? Right?
0: How come we don't do these things?
1: <coughs> yep. Why does God love them more than me? Mm-hmm. But not just in churches, and revivals, in in your regular life. And yes, you can look at somebody else and think. You know, what, my marriage is falling apart. Why is theirs so good? My children aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Why are their kids okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, that's what we do is that stupid comparison my wife, thing.
0: My wife died All right the in time. yours. Yeah. What, I think about just that because we had, we had that said, you know, how, how is that possible? Why is that right? Life that, isn't... That's why I
1: think if you read the Bible, you have got to apply it to you. Mm-hmm. And you've got to see Jesus in it, number one. And number two, you've got to apply it to you. And just see that these two kings... Are so much stronger, so much better, standing together. Because
0: they're together. I agree. And
1: and together, apparently, in their knowledge of God, mm-hmm. right? I can't judge anybody else's soul, but when you read what they write back and forth, what you hear is two people with a common goal, right? And mm-hmm. they and there's and they're no on the same why page not me? and they're trying,
0: and they they both know that David wants this done. So yeah, they're and they're doing it to honor the to father. Help. That's right. And and you know what it. Um, Go backwards, when you talk about jealousy, one of the most famous lines in the Bible about jealousy is David... Coming back from the battles, and the ladies are cheering for David and Saul. It says that Saul eyed David from that day forward. In other words, he watched Mm -hmm. to see was he going to get credit. I mean, did they like him better than he did? You know. And the irony is, David was fighting for Saul. Mm -hmm. He wasn't thinking that. He
1: was fighting for Saul, but that's not what you see. You don't say we're on the same team. You say. Why do they like him better than me? Mm-hmm.
0: And that's a num- that's a big well. And then that's go on very back. human. Go on back. Then you got that's Cain very and Abel, human. and Cain and Abel. Abel or Cain is jealous of Abel's offering, right? He he could have done it better. It just it's not a new emotion.
1: Honestly, to mankind, to it's be honest, David thing. could have done that with Solomon. I want to build the house. Mm-hmm. No, not you, David, mm-hmm. but your son can do it. Well, why not? Me? Why you out? know what I mean. But he knew why. I, but he couldn't. did know why, and he understood it wasn't like that with David. But mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like that with us. But that's so human, and that's so it a trap is. that Satan should, gets us We should. We should
0: be. We, I guess that's the the point that I'm trying to make is we should know that it's not a new trick. It's a trick mm-hmm. from the beginning of time. It's the mm-hmm. trick. If I get you not looking at God, and I get you looking at what someone else does or doesn't have or does and doesn't get. Compared to yourself, I've got your eyes on you and not on him. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's so easy. That's not a new trick. That's all the way through the book. All right. So let's start at chapter two. How about I just read a few verses and we go from there? Uh, Second Chronicles, chapter two, verse one. And Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. And Solomon told out three score and 10,000 men to bear burdens and four score thousand to hew in the mountain and 3,600 to oversee them. I, I wrote that down, so
1: 3,600 overseers, mm-hmm. just people in charge of making sure everything is done correctly, mm-hmm. 70,000 bearers of burden and 80,000 stone cutters. And one of the things, that's an enormous labor force. Mm-hmm. And, and just think about how long it took to build the temple. Now, the temple, what did it say? I can't even remember the length. It went out of my head what the length was. It's not as long as you might think. 30, 50, No, 20. I mean years in time. Oh, seven. How long it took? Seven. seven but when you think seven. about, like, there are cathedrals all over Europe that you can go and visit that were hundreds of years in the making. Like, one man would start mm-hmm. it, and his great-grandson would finish it on this same labor. Mm-hmm. The thing, the skilled hands that they would put into it. And these people were conscripted, in other words, forced labor mm-hmm. by Solomon and some of the people that were, were here we go again responsible for building the temple were people of tribes who jo- Joshua and the Joshua generation had expelled mm-hmm. or conquered when they came into the promised land so I just want to tell you that like even though this is a very Jewish temple and this has a point there are Gentile hands all over it. Mm-hmm. There, there are there Gentile are. laborers, workers, hands all over it. Hiram, and and we there's some it, to tell you someplace, one of the skilled people that's working on the temple is, is a tri- half Jewish is a and of half man. yeah uh-huh. and half Gentile, but there there's hands all over this thing. They come from every part of the world. Which is as it should be. Which is as it should be. And it's also what we see in the lineage of Christ when we read Matthew and Luke. Because although Jesus is a Jewish savior, he came from the line, he is the line of the tribe of Judah, and he is a Jewish savior. We also have Rahab. We also have Ruth. Mm -hmm. We also have these other cultures that are in there. there. Wait, your hands Mm -hmm. are in there too. Mm -hmm. And they have, the Gentiles also have a tie into who Christ is. And how he got to be Absolutely, here in, in yes. his human form. And I, I just think that, do you not think that's interesting? I do think that's interesting. Because yeah. I, I really do believe the temple and the tabernacle are pictures of Christ. My opinion, you don't mm-hmm. have to agree with that. I think the tabernacle is a picture of Christ when he lived here for 33 years. Covered in skin. Mystery, mysterious. Mm-hmm. Traveling with him everywhere they went. Mm-hmm. And I think the temple standing in that one place... To me, covered in gold, that shiny, is that is Christ father. on the right side hand of the Father after the crucifixion, permanent, mm-hmm. making intercession for me, it, the more permanence in that temple. And there's going to be, according to scripture, a third temple built. Mm-hmm. That third temple is going to be Jesus Christ, who is our returning, mm-hmm. conquering mm-hmm. Messiah and hero. I think that we this is on pur- purpose a picture of him mm-hmm. in three portraits, right? And,
0: and yes. Yeah. <coughs> and it was given to him by it was and given to, to think, David And just Gentiles by God. have a part in that second mm-hmm. one too. Yes. Right? Yep. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's a lot of people when I so I get stuck on the numbers. So I'm okay. thinking I'm thinking um, 70,000 men and 80,000 workers stonecutters, yeah. You know, 70, 80 and three, you know, 153 70, 80 would uh-huh. be 150. And 3,000.
1: 3, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's important because in Sunday school, <laughs> we've been trying we've to been come up with For that. weeks, trying to figure out 153 is the number of fish that they drag in when mm-hmm. jesus is resurrected and he's with peter and john on the beach with the fish and the net holds like that symbol that now that he's resurrected the net holds and you're going to be fishers of men and it specifically comes out and says 153 fish and we're like why would you just tell that unless that's very important one and there are many things we've went over in Sunday school i'm not going to do that here but here's another
0: 100, there's
1: 153,000 hands on
0: 153,600
1: the people mm-hmm. who built the this people. temple the people, so, the fish.
0: Yeah. I, so, for me, the, the the. I have 70, 80, yeah, one hundred fifty-three, six. Uh huh. One hundred fifty-three,
1: yeah.
0: six. Six. Mm-hmm. There might so be anyway, a half a fish in there. One hundred fifty-three. I don't know, but here we go. <laughs> but here's another number that—that's an close important to. number. Mm-hmm. But but what I was thinking is in our, I don't even know. I I. I've done lost the, the, num- the Sorry. number, but the county, our county number isn't even this many people. It would no. be every single person, man, woman, and child at work in Guy County, plus probably Meg's It would be a lot of people that that's all they did, mm-hmm. was work on this. So and not I, only does he want to build it, he wants it built right with those overseers,
1: but he also wants it built quickly, mm-hmm. like he, he, he wants want it, it to, to be done. Forever this is something of permanence and it's got to be done right but it's also he's hired enough workforce to get it done
0: isn't it funny we've been going all over that 153 fish uh-huh, and here there we it are again. here's another
1: number 153 fish and here's something else so like what sits oh, i'll wait in the next chapter you're going to find out that the spot that they build the temple is very very important if mm-hmm. you just just go with me for a second we'll come back but if you go to chapter three it says solomon Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord at Jerusalem in Mount Moriah, where the Lord appeared unto David, his father, in the place that David had prepared, the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite. Remember we talked Mm -hmm. about that judgment came and it had to stop right there, right? Because it cannot pass the, that's going to be a place where Christ's blood is Mm -hmm. presented, right? Mm -hmm. And so it stops right there on that place, that judging angel after David Mm -hmm. is judged for his sin of counting the people. On that very spot, they tell us, Abraham offered I- went to offer Isaac, but was stopped by God, and a ram was caught in the thicket and offered in his place. Mm-hmm. That very spot, mm-hmm. this is a big, big deal, this is this a big spot deal. that he builds the temple mm-hmm. in, right? And today, what sits on that spot? The Dome of the Rock. It, which The Dome of the Rock is, is one name of it. It's called Haram al-Sharif is the actual name of the Muslim mm-hmm. temple that sits on that spot. Jerusalem Post. Mm-hmm. was talking about, there's a new guy who came out and said, you know what, we can all do this. Listen to this. This gave me chills when I read it. <laughs> we can, we all can still together. build the temple here. We'll just build it beside it. We'll, we'll build it right beside the mosque. This will be a sign that it's all the same God. We'll worship him all from this place. We'll invite everybody here. Listen, peace will reign and we'll offer sacrifices in the temple again right here here's my proposal he's brought it in front this is in a Jerusalem newspaper and and one of the guys said well I guess that's okay because this is a Jewish person speaking a scholar about the temple I guess that's okay because we know that Messiah will come and he'll be a prophet and he'll say peace he'll make peace when he comes right so we maybe it's okay that we all build it on the same spot. If you study with us the book of Revelation, you know that there is going to be a temple there. And and it ain't there, a good and, thing. There's going to there be two prophets outside. Be somebody
0: saying peace and, and, and peace and yeah, solve my problem. Exactly.
1: But there's going to be two true prophets of God that stand outside of it and say, No, Mm-mm. this is not what God says. So it's just interesting how like I'm reading a newspaper from now, and I'm reading what I've read in Revelation, and I'm reading what you're hearing. You and know it's what I there. mean? It's mm-hmm. just...
0: And I don't know if you have honest or not. I have, I don't know if you've noticed, but on a lot of the guys said you don't have Christian to worry about shows it and Christian Messiah will come. Networks, there's a lot yeah. of talk right now about the rapture. Yeah. The church being called away. There's a, it's kind of like a revived thought. And I, I heard someone today say on on one of those shows, um, what, you believe in that religious stuff? And they said, This doesn't have anything to do with religion. This has everything to do with God right God and what uh-huh. he said and what he foretold so I don't know as we study these things I get a little more I get like when you say that I get I see those posts too I like to read and see what's going on there is a group that's already preparing everything everything's they think ready need for the temple to be have the sacrifices restarted they're just they're waiting, they're just on, Messiah waiting to come. on someone to come
1: someone's gonna come and claim to be uh-huh. And he's going to deceive a whole lot. Said it said, if it were possible, he'd deceive he'd the, the very elect. elect. Someone's going to claim to be that person. I, we're probably going to get deplatformed even talking about this. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but, the, but that's what the Bible says will
0: come. that's what it says. I mean, and he but, and, and now more than ever. So maybe we'll save ourselves with this. Now more than ever, you need to know what the Bible says. You, you need have to, read to it. know. You need to look, pay attention to it. You need to be in church. You need to put away those notions that God is this old thing that everybody did and nobody needs to do now. It may just be me. The Bible's always good. The Bible's
1: always been good for all people. So it may just be me. But it seems like when I open the Bible now, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of times when they're... Mm-hmm. The, the people that are writing this story down, remember, that are telling you about what Solomon did, are writing after, after the captivity... They've they've seen the rebuilt temple. The they're waiting. What's next, Lord? Is what they're waiting on. And I can feel this writer in a way that same. I've never felt him before, because I feel like we're sitting here going, "What's next, Lord? Mm-hmm. Where you know, are we? Where, mm-hmm. when are you coming, and and what our should sun, I be doing, and
0: where are we?" Our Sunday school lessons and the ministers that are preaching and the ministers that are preaching outside of here are all yeah. saying the same thing: mm-hmm. He's coming back. His word is true. It isn't made-up story. It isn't something to be forgotten. You need to do something. And it might with this. just be
1: that as you get older in your walk with Jesus, you get to be an older person, you think how real this is, it becomes so much more. Like it's not just something you read for a habit, but it is real. Mm-hmm. But it's so much mm-hmm. It seems personal.
0: Do you know I what think I mean? it seems personal for us, too, because here at this church, and I know we're kind of off topic a little bit, but here at this church, and I said this today to <laughs> one of our young deacons, we have lost. Oh. Uh, I mean, if we sat down and we counted up all the people that we have lost to death and illness in the last five, five years, <coughs> we could, we if those people were still here the volume in this church would be doubled. I mean or we more. really have a mm-hmm. lot of people that we've lost. So sometimes you have to let the church recover from that a little bit. But I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's heart has let down on God. I mean I think that's what our lessons have been about. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with this? What are you going to do with what you know? It doesn't just what, stand for this the church, question we start for with everybody. why not me? You start thinking has
1: God forgot about us? No. No. He He's hasn't not forgot about us. He's not forgot about us. No. We're, we're, secure, not, right. in we're mm-hmm. secure in his love. We're we'll secure in his love. and keep right on but going. But there are
0: people who think maybe course, God's forgot about Of course, because it's him. human,
1: don't you think? It's I a do. very human thing to think, why not me?
0: Mm-hmm. It, like I said, that's right? the oldest, that's one of the, Satan's oldest tricks, and it always works. Right. Even to the best of us, it works. All right, so let's go on. Verse 3. And Solomon sent to Hiram the king of Tyre saying As thou didst deal with David my father and did send him cedars to build him a house to dwell therein even so deal with me Behold I build a house to the name of the Lord my God to dedicate it to him and to burn before him sweet incense and for the continual showbread and for the burnt offerings morning and evenings on the on the Sabbaths and on the new moons, and on the solemn feasts of the Lord our God, this is an ordinance forever to Israel. And the house which I build is great, for, for great, great is our God. God above all gods. But who is able to build him in a house? Seeing the heaven and heavens, the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain him. Who am I then that I should build him a house? Save only to burn sacrifices before him. I like the Who I do am too. Cuz his daddy said that. Mm-hmm. And I at first when mm-hmm. I read um at the house which I build is great for great is our god above all gods. Mm-hmm. Now, when I first read that I thought, hmm. But I think I think like you said Moses said the same thing. So mm-hmm. the he things did. that man makes up as gods, that's a small mm-hmm. g they're really not anything right i've read
1: somewhere and take it or leave that this is not scripture this is what i've heard said about that phrase from moses and solomon is that that is referring to the, there is only one god mm-hmm. there is only one god and he has three parts right and mm-hmm. he father mm-hmm. son and the holy ghost that that is just without not that's negotiable it. that's it but there are spirits in the world and we know that he's created spirits There are fallen ones that were cast down with Satan when he fell out of heaven. Mm -hmm. And I've heard people say that when it talks about that little G gods in this Old Testament context, it's talking about spiritual forces that are fallen forces. Mm -hmm. So God is God and not these other spiritual things that people worship. They may think they're worshiping something that's true, but it's really behind the mask something very different than what they think they're worshiping. It's something
0: fallen and something below it. And we couldn't, and, 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 and when I read when I read that at first, I thought, well, what is he saying? Is he saying there are other gods out there? In reality, he's kind of saying that because man has made other things gods. We've seen that since the beginning of time But there too. Are also are real forces. Real, e, Do you well, know what I mean? We, they're not
1: made up. They're, we, we've made up religions, but there are real spiritual forces in this world that mm-hmm. are not... God Mm -hmm. they don't come close to God they're fallen created beings but they still they have influence they in our culture i mean to, to distract i know people it. don't like it when you talk like this because they don't want to believe that satan is real but, but satan satan's real and demons are real and you can see them at work in our culture all the time you can see there are things that you know that come straight from that evil well it says you do against all
0: flesh and blood we fight against spiritual wickedness in high places right we fight against yeah we have a spiritual
1: warfare going on not to mention that there are not just fallen ones that serve God himself, angels that are involved in the nations and mm-hmm. watchers, the Bible says, whatever a watcher is. Yeah. It talks about oh, those don't different forces that, that, don't and don't it, too saying, in. if he would have written this in this day, the way they would have understood that to mean is, there are spiritual forces in this world, but God's above all of it, mm-hmm. right? He's, there's no <coughs> question that's that we, what build, says we don't build moments. a temple to
0: them. We build a temple to the God who's above all. Right. right, And there are other temples <coughs> built. And unfortunately, when Solomon gets older, he does allow sure. some other temples. I and wish builds he didn't, them stupidly. But I wish he didn't, but right. he does. So at this point, though, And the house which I build is great, for great is our God above all gods. He's mm-hmm. not even entertaining the thought that anything else can. It comes close. Or needs anything to do with it. Verse 6. But who is able to build him a house, seeing the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain him? I like that. Seeing the heaven... And heaven of heavens, not just our atmosphere, but all him. of space can't contain him. And you know what? He's not supposed to know a whole bunch of things about space. He's they knew way a lot of things the... we
1: don't think they should have known. I'm, I'm just telling <laughs> I mean, you, that, they did.
0: That's true, but that's scientists today would say, well, why would he even yeah. say such a thing?
1: look at the things he studied in the book of ecclesiastes animal husbandry and botany and astronomy mm-hmm. and wisdom literature and yeah, biology i mean there's all these things that they knew that we don't have we're so arrogant in thinking that we know everything we're just arrogant we're, i'll just leave it at there because
0: we think we knew we think that he shouldn't even know that but look what he said And we don't we he's forgot more than we know and
1: heaven of heavens yeah
0: i mean He's going right that up there to the third. Of, that good. We know
1: there's something beyond this planet.
0: Well, and remember, and in atmosphere. Paul's day, he called it the third heaven. Third heaven. And mm-hmm. so Solomon's already kind of—I don't know. I just the Greeks think it's knew it too and talked about it
1: too. I mean, it's just—it's com- the only people that are, are goofy about it
0: are people today because we think we know what everybody else knew,
1: mm-hmm. and we think we're
0: so smart, but we're not. And we're not. And we we like to think that these people couldn't possibly be as smart as we are. Therefore, we can discount what they say. Goodness. Um, But anyway, who am I then that I should build him a house, save only to burn sacrifice before him? Send me now, therefore, a man cunning to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in iron and in purple and in crimson and blue, and that can skill to to grave with the cunning men that are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem, whom David, my father, did provide. So he's asking Hiram to send him that kind of a person. And 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 we've already seen
1: in the last chapter how skilled and given gifts by God were these other people that were from Israel. But now there's going to somebody come in to teach them again. Mm -hmm. How to do this. Do you have the response of jealousy? Do you have the response of who does he Mm -hmm. think he is? Or do you have the response of we're going to give the very best thing to God that we can possibly give him. And we're going to use every resource that we can get a hold of to do Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Because we know we just talked about in the last chapter how many David set aside and said, these are the best that there are in our kingdom. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Let's make them a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they mm-hmm. can be a little bit better. Let's challenge them to just rise up just a little bit more and do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Boy, don't we hate that. Don't we do. We, we hate it when somebody doesn't think that we're the greatest thing since sliced bread. But isn't it wonderful when God will send people to make you grow? Mm-hmm. and push you out yeah, of your comfort zone. Because
0: he, he's going to teach these, these y- guys. This guy has more skill them. than
1: you. So guess what? He's going to be your teacher. And he's going to show you And you're going to work this. for him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that, you're right.
1: The opportunity for jealousy is great. Always. But that's not what you see. You see people saying, this is for God. Mm-hmm. So this is how we're going to do this And thing.
0: because it's for God, I put
1: and away, put away the I, put jealousy. I, I
0: put aside my feelings. Mm-hmm. I deny myself. We say that. We've said that a lot last few weeks. I deny myself and think about the greater good for what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. building a house for God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who we, am I? And we don't do that very What's well.
1: All, even Solomon. Who am I that I should be able to do this? He said this is really this is really ridiculous because god can't fit in what i'm going to build Mm -hmm. because i can but i can burn i can put sacrifices in it Mm -hmm. i can bring glory to his name so whatever it is i can do which is nothing Mm -hmm. it'll be bringing glory to god Mm -hmm. that's what i'll do
0: that's what i'll do right Mm -hmm. and i wish we could get that heart i wish we could get that that mentality i wish we weren't so easily distracted i
1: wonder if solomon was ever ashamed when they called it solomon's temple
0: Probably, because it's
1: not a temple for Solomon yeah. or his glory; it's a temple for God and His glory, mm-hmm. which and I'm is sure made they clear. Didn't call that.
0: maybe they did at that time. But yeah. All right, verse eight. He says, "Send me also cedar trees, fir trees, algum trees out of Lebanon, for I know that if thy servants can skill to cut timber in Lebanon, and behold, my servants shall be with thy servants. Again, will come under words, you." And I'm going to send them to you to yeah, help do and this. And teach them what to do. And help you do this. And we'll help uh-huh. you. Mm-hmm. We'll just be, we're just
1: be the, the muscle men. You when show they, us what to do. Wouldn't that
0: be an amazing thing if the churches, all of them, instead of pointing out all the differences just work together mm-hmm. to get people to god cuz we're making just a temple get to for work. god right just work together we're the body of christ i don't care if you believe something completely different than i do well i care i'll probably tell you you're wrong but
1: we'll get along anyway <laughs> no i,
0: no, I, I mean, just i'm just saying. No, I mean we'll go to the heaven things, together sometimes the things that we separate ourselves because of and we wouldn't dare do this are not the kind of things that we should be separating completely. For, you know what I mean? We need to, and I'm not saying there's not things out there that aren't biblical. I'm all for the biblical stuff. But sometimes we make up things to keep ourselves separate. and We shouldn't do that. Verse 9. Even to prepare me timber in abundance for the house which I am about to build shall be wonderful, great, <laughs> He likes. He's got he this does. idea. He's, he's excited. Going to be big, you can it? tell. And behold, I will give to thy servants the hewers that cut timber twenty thousand measures of beaten wheat, twenty thousand measures of barley, twenty thousand baths of wine, and twenty thousand baths of oil. In other words, he says,
1: "Boy, we don't know how to cut these trees right. We don't know how to get these trees, but we can make you some bread. Mm-hmm. And we're right, gonna, right? We'll bring and you some, some food, gonna and you. we're going to pay you. We're, gonna we're, gonna we're not taking for it for free.
0: Mm-hmm. We're going to give you the best we've got." Which and is which is you. I think a good thing because that's after David. Remember David. Uh-huh. David man says, "Just take it." David yep. says, "I'm not going to nope. give something to God that I don't have that I didn't pay for." And sometimes we we like to get something for free and we'd rather someone else pay for it. But that's and you not won't what get. Solomon you'll rob says. yourself out of a
1: blessing if you do that.
0: That's correct. Then Hiram, the king of Tyre, answered in writing, which he said to Solomon, because the Lord hath loved his people, he hath made thee king over them. This is what you were talking about. So
1: here's, now, okay. so we've had Solomon writing to Hiram. Now Hiram, or Hiram, it spells in different ways, is writing, writing back. back to Solomon. And, mm-hmm. and I love how he answers him because it shows that he knows exactly what Solomon has at heart, right? Exactly. It's because God loves his people that he made you king. What, what a wonderful thing to say. What a nice
0: thing to say to Solomon, mm-hmm. right? And said, Moreover, blessed be the Lord God of Israel that made heaven, heaven and, earth. and earth. So that tells me he knows again, something, doesn't he? He made heaven and earth. They always yeah. start with that, right? Yep. Let Who hath known. given to David the king a wise son, endued with prudence and understanding, that might build a house for the Lord and a house for his kingdom. And now I have sent a cunning man, endued with understanding of here are my fathers, the son of a woman of the daughters of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre, skillful to work in gold. There it is. There's where I've been looking uh-huh. there <laughs> Skillful you go. to work in gold, and in silver, and in brass, and in iron, and in stone, and in timber, and in purple, and blue, and in fine linen, and in crimson. He's the best we Also to grave <coughs> any manner of graving, and to find out every device which shall be put to him, with thy cunning men, and with the cunning men of my Lord David thy father. He's not sending him someone who maybe sort of, you know, I just want to get rid of him, let him go. He's good enough. This is the guy who knows how to do everything. He's the best of the best. And we're going to send him, and And it's interesting to me. It well, is we give you the best it, we've got. It is interesting to me that he is the son of Dan, because you don't yeah. hear much about Dan for, and every now and then one of them shows up. But so. he's not just a son of Dan. Mm-hmm. He's he, the father was a tire guy, So, by the way. Mm- tire guy not like anyway. yeah <laughs>
1: you couldn't have dinner with him you could a jewish person couldn't invite because he's he's half and he's half, half and half yes that's and true and he's and he's not keeping the law and he's over here this this is a guy who's out where like what are you doing over there guy mm-hmm. what i mean what with all your talent and your skill and your amazing oh, yeah. blessing that God's put on you. What are you doing over in Tyre? Don't know, do we? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But there he is, out of place. But here he is coming home
0: to to, to build do this to build this temple
1: for God. Mm-hmm. I just love everybody that had something to do with this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they had something to do with that this. It just, it's open. Open. In, yeah. in Christ,
0: right? Everybody's welcome. Yep.
1: Now, the temple is going to be for Jewish people. The temple is going to be for the Jewish law to be kept. But isn't it amazing when that 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 temple of Solomon is built mm-hmm. the hands all over it are hands from every place mm-hmm. and every condition mm-hmm. right?
0: and that's the way But he told them... Because
1: the body of Christ is made out of people from every place and every condition. Mm -hmm. It's made out of people drawn from all over, right? I mean, and that's, he said, you are a building fitly framed together. You are the temple of the Lord. Paul said, that's what you are. He said, and I put the pieces where I want to put them. And I put them together how they need to be put together. And Mm -hmm. who are you to question it? Mm -hmm. Because this is how the plan goes. And, I, and I, I'm the head of the corner. I'm the chief mm-hmm. cornerstone. Christ is the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. And so He's. it's just amazing to me how similar this is to the church Christ built. He says that
0: you are his body, right? We mm-hmm. are his body. We yeah. are part of this. And there's a picture of it here. And there's a picture. But he also, it's interesting to me because I know back in the law, it says if a stranger or mm-hmm. someone wants to come in among they can you come. you're supposed to let them they can come they're supposed to learn you're supposed they're to teach them you're the supposed law. to let them do that but it's what jesus gets mm-hmm. on to them for when he starts calling them you know your father swallow a camel something mm-hmm. like that so yes i like the fact I that they're too. all to his so he says, Hi, i'm saying i agree with you that's a good deal yeah i accept your because <laughs> give me some food good. And we will cut wood out of Lebanon as much as thou shalt need, and we will bring it to thee by floats in the sea, by sea to Joppa, and thou shalt carry it up to Jerusalem. Which is interesting because I've always thought of the lumberjacks being the first ones that thought about throwing mm, these things nope. in the water, but they're not. And they're right above them. So it makes sense. It would mm-hmm. come right down. And with mm-hmm. skill, though, you'd have to know what you were doing, when you? You would. And, and not only that, yeah. think about some of the sizes of these trees as we're I going know. to, talk to next. And Solomon numbered all the strangers that were in the land. all the strangers now, what's that a stranger? were in the land of Israel. Those are not
1: Jewish people. Jewish people they're mm-hmm. so they're they're not Jewish either by conversion or by birth. Mm-mm. They're just people that are still in the land,
0: mm-hmm. right? After the numbering wherewith David his father had numbered them and they were found 150,000 and 3,600.
1: 153,600
0: 150, 153, three, 153, men. <laughs> Yes. And he set three score and 10,000 of them to be bearers of burdens, mm-hmm. 153, here we just keep going. We, yeah, well, that's 000. the same one. But yeah. <laughs> right? And and we already broke that up. Here, here's what I'm so making. How many them. of them were burden bearers, some of them were hewers in the mountain, and then there were a few to make sure they did the work. Mm-hmm. Management 101, right there. <laughs> All right, chapter three, want to go ahead? Yeah. Um, I want to note I want you to notice that uh, We'll go as far as we can <laughs> So uh, in chap, in first Kings chapter six, I just want you to okay. notice that it says and it came to pass in the 480th and eightieth year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Egypt. So it's four hundred and eighty years after they, see the Red Sea and Moses brings them out, that they build that temple. That's interesting to me Mm -hmm. because, you know, America is not very old Mm -hmm. when you start comparing it to these things. We've not seen 480 years since our foundation. I mean, from colonies, about 400, right? 16 to 2,000, but not as a country. Not as a country. Yeah. But still, 480 years. And then it says, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign, in the month of Zith, uh, which is the second month, he began to build the house of the Lord. I don't know. I just like the, the numbering part of that. Mm-hmm. 480 years. It's been that long that they've been using the tabernacle and the ark and the... You Can know, imagine... ...out of leather and skins and rams. Well, and wool that's what they were supposed thing. to do, so right? So there, were things, there that... would
1: have to be things that... Would, you have it divided. Think about that
0: with Christ as well. <coughs> when they, Moses finished it, to right. stop. Mm-hmm.
1: and it was of this great grandeur and beauty. But 480 years later, would you have recognized it for well, what it was? Don't forget
0: 480 years later, we've got the ark over here. We've uh-huh. got the That's tabernacle over yeah. here. We've got it separated out. Every- oh, well, we don't, you know, it's just religion. I mean, you don't, re- and... It's still just as important as it always was, mm-hmm. but it's part of it's over here and part of it's over here and now Solomon's going to put it all back together because that was his the vision of David. I just think like we just had Easter, but do you think about like I don't like to spend a lot of time on that because not
1: that it's not very important it is it just wrecks me. But what Jesus would have looked like on the cross and what he would have looked like after that beating and after that. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't go there and talk about that and get through this. But just thinking about the similarity between that four hundred eighty year old mm-hmm. tabernacle mm-hmm. And, and his how, body,
0: how bruised given and broken and broken and, and, mm-hmm. and yep, and maybe that's the symbol that we should put in mind, because <laughs> Solomon, because we know when he comes out of that grave, he's now he's got a new body, and that goes along with your, your you know, your you don't have to start with that. That I
1: think that that is a picture of that especially the fact that the tabernacle was meant to move and the temple was meant to stay that he, he ever makes intercession for me on the right hand side of the father mm-hmm. he he's everywhere don't don't get me wrong christ mm-hmm. is everywhere and he's all he holds all things together but he has a permanent place make an intercession for me Mm -hmm. that i look to like Mm -hmm. when when this temple is built and solomon dedicates it which i'm sure we're going to get to and i'm reckoning. it Mm
0: -mm, but when he
1: when he looks to the temple and he says wherever you are all over the world if you've been captured if you've been kidnapped if you've been overtaken and you look to this spot Mm -hmm. this is the place of intercession for you and god will hear your prayer Mm -hmm. praying toward this temple and I just think about that that is Christ, no matter mm-hmm. where I am, where I go, what has happened, he what's is the one there. spot I look to? The
0: right hand. You know, of the I look
1: to the right hand of the Father because He's there making intercession for me permanently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and just my High Priest for all time. Mm-hmm. The permanence. Now I realize Solomon's Temple is going to get torn down because of their judgment for their sin. Christ is never going to be torn down. That's why it's a type and a shadow. It doesn't. And it's never going
0: to have that. Like that <laughs> it's because not Christ. There's it it, it a picture. When they build the next temple, when Ezra and right. Nehemiah come back and build the temple, it says that the men who had seen the first temple weep because it's no way. I mean, they're happy right. that they have it, but there's nothing that compares to what Solomon's and remember, temple was. Uh, I mean, Jesus, though, he sits down with his disciples and he says,
1: I'm going to leave you. And, and he, they're, they're upset about that. And he said, no, you do, don't understand. It's going to be better. Mm-hmm. When I leave, it's going to be better because while I'm here, Holy, I'm just here Holy with Spirit you in person. Come. But mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit comes, He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do greater things even that you've seen done here. I saw a documentary. You know? you
0: know we've been working on the book of Acts now forever. And I saw this. I wish we'd have seen it sooner because we could have used this. But it had each character in the book of Acts. It had Luke, and it had Theophilus, and it had... Um, Not not Paul, but I'm not sure Paul was in it or not. But it had those guys telling you Acts, what, what Luke wrote and why he wrote it. And it was interesting because we forget that we are empowered with the Holy Spirit. And we take that for granted. We don't realize that sometimes the way we think, and I do it, I do it myself. We think everybody should just think like us and be like us. And the truth is, if they're not a Christian, they don't have that. Holy Spirit to think and to guide and to lead and to direct and to teach and not only that if you drown him out you ain't got it well that's true but you do forget because one of the speakers said what an honor what a privilege what a amazing thing it must be to have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you we just discovered it and now you've walked with it all I mean that's how the that that was what they were doing is they were trying to make the comparison between the first century church and what we have today. <coughs> and I thought, you know, what's sad about that is we we take it for granted. We forget. We don't listen to it. We aren't paying attention. We just assume that you know, well, I didn't no it ain't a big deal. But that things. is a big deal. That still small voice is a big is a big deal. Mhm. All right. Sorry, we're off track again. So, Second Chronicles now, chapter three. Solomon's going to build begin this temple. Verse 1, Then Solomon began to build the temple of the Lord at Jerusalem in Mount Moriah, where the Lord appeared unto David his father in the place that David had prepared in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. And he began to build in the second day of the second month in the fourth year of his reign. That's what what we Mm -hmm. said earlier. Yeah. Now these are the things wherein Solomon was instructed for the building of the house of God. The length, uh, and I guess when I started reading this, what I do in my brain, which is very feeble, is I compared to the tabernacle and how many times bigger this is than what the tabernacle was. Well, What was interesting is I went
1: to a, a teaching conference, a homeschooling conference one time, and we, we studied this chapter out in detail. And the first thing they had to do is they just read it out loud, and they're like, okay, now you don't have to be a great artist or anything, but draw it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, we, you're like, you know. So you're going back, and you're reading line by line and thing by thing. And no matter how, we had some artists in the room, but no matter how carefully we read, when they showed what the true proportion and the true beauty—it's not the biggest building ever built. It's no. not as big as the Colosseum. It's not big as the temple built to Diana by the Greeks. It's not—it's not that big, mm-hmm. but it's big, and it's—it's it's perfect in its proportions, and it was beautiful in its outlaying, and it was like every detail is super, super important and super handcrafted and fine and precise and beautiful. But like none of us were able to render anything even close to the detail that's in this thing. Like you're talking about with the numbers and get ready to talk about. Yeah. Some things are way bigger than you think they would be. And some things you you you're like, that's all the bigger that was? Like mm-hmm. the Ark of the Covenant mm-hmm. and the place it yeah. sits. And yep. <coughs> it's it's just interesting how it is. It's not all about just we're gonna make the biggest building possible.
0: That's not what they do. That's not what this is a picture of but at of. the same time it there are a places that this building is three stories tall. And you, right, and, and you, you don't think about that. you're not that. even thinking about it being three stories tall. And you're not right? even thinking anybody at that time could build a three-story tall building. I mean, you know what I mean? Right? It's like, where well, did that come I mean, from? But that's, there's a lot of amazing ancient wonders, but this is the
1: only one that we hear like the queen of sheba wants mm-hmm. to come see, see it. and and these other people come from all over the known world mm-hmm. to see what to he see built this. because of the wonder of Solomon's temple to gaze at the beauty mm-hmm. of it
0: and was it somewhere was and, and not somewhere it's in scripture it says that when the sun hits it and all this stuff is lit up in yeah. gold how it shines and it's not it's not about
1: like it's not like we're making a walmart you know, that's what i got it's not this cheap large thing no. it is a thing of beauty yeah. and precision mm-hmm. it's a thing a it's a perfection. thing that when they
0: put it together, and I know we'll get there, but when they put it together, there wasn't a hammer sound, there yeah. wasn't a tool used that you could hear because they'd already it was they holiness. had so they had done it so well, it just put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think of the the volumes of things, just I I do, and and I'll share a few of them. I have the wrong Bible. My Bible's at home, but this one I'm didn't write all my stuff down in, so. It's Libby's and now she's got stuff written in it. Um, It says, these are the things wherein Solomon was instructed for the building of the house of God. The length by cubits after the first measure was three score cubits and the breadth 20 cubits. 90 feet by 30 feet. Mm Okay. The porch, if that a, was cubit in, is is a cubit is what we think a cubit is. A cubit from
1: inches. the middle finger to the elbow of a standard-sized man, but we don't know how big their elbows were, where right. are their arms, and but things still, vary, but, but roughly.
0: But still not even that. That's right? not as huge as you'd think this would no. be. Mm-mm. You would think this would be, you know. But mm-hmm. anyway, the porch was in the front of the house. The length of it was according to the breadth of the house, 20 cubits, and the height was 120 and he overlaid it within with pure gold. Mm -hmm. And the greater house was sealed with fir tree, which he overlaid with fine gold, and set thereon palm trees and chains. And he garnished the house with precious stones for beauty, and the gold was of parvaim. He overlaid also the house, the beams, the posts, the walls thereof, the doors thereof with gold, and grave cherubims on the wall. And he made the most holy house, the length whereof was according to the breadth of the house, 20 cubits, and the breadth thereof, did I say the wrong word? The breadth of the house, 20 cubits, and the breadth thereof, 20 cubits. And he overlaid it with fine gold, amounting to 600 talents. And the weight of the nails was 50 shekels of gold, and he overlaid the upper chambers with gold. And in the most holy house, he made two cherubims of image work, and overlaid them with gold. And the wings of the cherubims were 20 cubits long. One wing of the one cherubim was five cubits reaching to the wall of the house. And the other wing was likewise five cubits reaching to the wing of the other cherubim. Mm -hmm. But before I go any further, well, it says over here about pomegranates and flowers and buds and knops. I have a dumb question. Okay. How did they know what a cherubim looked like? They're copying it from the first one, I'm sure. I know. How did they know? We mean, how did they? How they know how the first piece like? known? Well, God told Moses how to do it, so he
1: he did tell him to make it. I just wonder, like. I, we think of like what we've seen on Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the the Indiana. pretty golden angels with the golden wings. But cherubim
0: when you see kind of cherubim scary. in
1: like Ezekiel, which is later than this, He's, they're scary. They're pinchers. like six eyes and and four faces and, and six wings. wings and, and, and is that what they look like? I don't. know. I know, dumb question. Well, but I've never I always seen say, one, and, and I don't know that they before this. Maybe that it's before this. Did they say what a cherubim looks
0: like? Did somebody see one? I know. I'm just saying. I'm just like, how did, Are they going like? Well, let's see. There's a cherubim in the Garden of Eden that with, with a flaming, flaming sword that's that keeps their out. Is so that the one? Maybe Adam and Eve might have seen that. Told, and told their son and told their son and told their I son. I so? I'm just
1: wondering, like. I wonder if we saw them, would we recognize that that's what but that see, was? Because I, I don't know point. what that looked like.
0: I guess that's the point, though. We would when, never
1: see one if we lived in because only the high
0: priest would ever go in there. Right. But, but, but it, I'm sure Adam and Eve told, you know, where are we not, well, you know Well, they told him the rest of the stuff. What? And right. God told him what to do. But, but do you notice the similarity between the Garden of Eden and what's in the temple? Mm-hmm. In the Garden of Eden are those perfect stones and rivers and And the water water. and the flowers and the Uh and the beauty and the gold and the pure and the holy and the you know and in Christ it's restored and and flowers and and in that second Adam it's all restored and 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 yeah that's what I see when I think of the temple I think of all the things that you left that you stepped away from because you said i'd rather do it my way i'd rather i can eat Mm -hmm. that fruit it'll be good it looks good it should be good (coughs) and god didn't really say i couldn't have it right but now here it is it i don't know it just seems like to me that the temple spends a lot of time with all these detail because I kept thinking why do you keep telling me about every knop and every flower and every right. almond and every but why do you Jesus. keep telling me what why do you keep mm-hmm. saying that there has to be a reason that they, it keeps mm-hmm. going into such detail and for me then when I'm reading it it's like okay a knob of love, okay hello okay what why do you keep saying that because that's what we left hmm that's what we gave up. We don't even know what we're missing. We don't know what we're missing, and now we don't we've got this temple, and, and even in the even in the tabernacle, they had to they had to put the cherubim on the veil. They had to, mm-hmm. you know, they, mm-hmm. the same things. They had knobs. So yeah. what's it trying to show us? It's trying to show us we are separated from God. And here is Christ who's bringing us back. I wish I could have get. I wish I could get a peek at them though, because we're, it says that they
1: they were so big, those huge wings mm-hmm. on both sides of the mercy seat, and that the wings actually touch. Mm-hmm. Six wings mm-hmm. or two wings? <laughs> I don't know. Two. What, 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 what? two
0: and two and three. Well, They've got six, it doesn't. So. It,
1: well, I just I was want. Don't you I've want to peek at that? I've seen some pictures what where people have like? said what is it, it looked terrifying? Like, <laughs> like if you looked at them, would that be like something like? Yeah, that would be like Indiana Jones. Your face peel off. Like how? how
0: <laughs> ter- were they scary
1: looking angels? I doubt they were angels. Like we think of angels, because I don't think angels look like beautiful women. That, as a matter of fact, you don't hear of any women angels mm-hmm. in scripture you hear it they're so terrifying people fall on their face and mm-hmm. they've all they're like michael and gabriel or you see these crazy looking things ezekiel saw that would scare you to with death the eyes round about yeah and with all these different you know and represent christ too in their own way but i don't know i guess it's not a big point i just well, kind it of wonder kind what, of what they an look interesting like. point to think what about did they that? look like in there? and
0: how did they know well adam and eve knew and the sons that lived around there were trying to get back in the garden knew, right? And yeah. they, there was, they lived a long time. So I'm sure some of the stories I'll, came down. I, if
1: I knew a high priest, see, that's how the kind of pernicious little kid I would be. <laughs> I'd be like, what's it look like in there? Because you're only allowed to go yeah, in there never. and I want to
0: know what you made in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fine. And they made the veil, verse 14. They made the veil of blue and purple and crimson and fine linen and wrought cherubims thereon. So they they've sewed angels onto the veil. And he mm-hmm. made therefore before the house two pillars, and this is I, I know we are, we're almost out of time, but this is I don't yeah, want to miss this. Yeah, finish that, and then let's talk about the pillars. And he made before the house two pillars of thirty <coughs> and five cubits high, and the chapter that was on the top of each of them was five cubits. So it's forty. So you've seen tall. like you've seen
1: like Greek and Roman columns and the decorations mm-hmm. that sit at the top and how mm-hmm. ornate. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. But we're not talking about a pillar on your porch. Mm -hmm. Tell them how big the pillar is.
0: Oh, let's see. Let's double make sure I did this right, because I said it's 45 feet tall, but let me make sure that that's still right. Maybe I didn't do that right. So if it is 35 cubits plus five, so it's 40 cubits. I'm going to times it by 18, thinking maybe that's what they were divided by 12. So it 60 feet tall. Tall or wide? Tall. Tall top of each okay and then it says and the chains as in the oracle and put them on the heads of the pillars and made it and he reared up the pillars before the temple one on the right hand and one the other on the left and called the name of that on the right hand Joaquin and the name of the other on the left Boaz now I think it's back in the other side it says that they are it's it is my pool is 15 feet round so it was an 18 foot round pillar pillar so it's not small. It seems really big, big
1: around. Mm-hmm. But that's what it says for a pillar. But you had this great big. In that, the pillars mean something, mm-hmm. which goes back to where we were talking about the Temple Mount and the rebuilding of the third temple and the coming of Christ and the deception, all that kind of thing. People will try to figure out a way to rebuild this on their own and make everybody just get along, and and not declare the truth of who Christ is, but. The jockin or yakin, however, means he will will establish, establish. not me. He will will establish. And Boaz means in him is strength, not me, not, not mankind's strength, not mankind's ability, not mankind's establishment, but God will strengthen, God will establish. Remember, David got everything he got from the Lord and acknowledged it as so. Got the instructions from the Lord and acknowledged it as so, got got the methods from the Lord and acknowledged it as so, passed on to Solomon. Solomon knew exactly what to do. Everything came to him without him having to know. It came to him, and and he even the relationships with Hiram and the other relationships David set up Mm -hmm. came to him without his effort. Why? Because he will establish, and it's his strength. It's in him that this thing is built. And mankind will have very little to do I didn't get to with go, that. I mean, th- those I,
0: pillars mean. Listen to me. This is my place. And I didn't get to go into <laughs> the depth you know? of study I wanted. That Joachim name is one of Simeon's sons, but it's also a priest's. Son. It's a mm-hmm. priest name, so it's kind of like priestly. Mm-hmm. And then Boaz, Boaz is, is, kins- is kinsman redeemer. Yeah, and David's ancestor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and the line of David again, right? So then you got. I don't know. There was mm-hmm. even more to priest it. priest and a just, redeemer. Yeah, there's even more to it, I think, than he'll establish. <coughs> and, and Solomon says that when he dedicates the temple. He has established his place. He has made this his, you know, he yeah. says that. It, he gets the glory. But Lord. I don't know. As you, it, It's just like so many other things in Scripture. When you get digging down into what these things mean and, and why they're recognized the way they are, they, it just kind of broadens out. Because the first thing I think of when I think of Boaz is kinsman redeemer. He's mm-hmm. going to, he's, that's what he is. That's what Jesus represents. It's also his great grandfather. It's also his, you know, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, what are all these things? That As he lays means? down and he lays down and he lays down the pattern mm-hmm. over and over and
1: over so that you can't miss Christ if you want to seek him. Mm-mm. If you seek him, you will find him because he's Absolutely. there to be found. The pattern's laid down over and over. Mm-hmm. But the only way you can miss him is if you don't want to see him. If you're not looking. And you don't want to have a part of him. Adam just finished a biology course at Cedarville. Did a great job. I'm so proud of him. But when, one of the things he kept writing about in his papers were the only way you miss God in creation is if you want to. If there's an ulterior motive... To the way you want to live your life, well, then you'll keep not seeing it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see Christ, He's everywhere. He's in every atom. He's in every element. And He's in everything that goes together. I mean, if you seek Him, you'll He's there him. to be found because God mm-hmm. left you clues and even all Hiram. over the world and even, and even in knew, your own body. Right here, Hiram Hiram even knew.
0: says, "Creator." But of there will and come
1: earth. a time when both these kingdoms that we're talking about in this wonderful moment right now, we'll without divide. jealousy and teamwork, working together, doing what they're supposed to be doing will both be just overcome in idol worship. Why? This is the thing. Idol worship seems easier. I can do what I want. All I have to do is go, go through these processes and do this thing, and I can get God off my back, and I can live my life however I want to live it, and I can value what I want to value and do with my time what I want to do with my time. But to be a born again child of God, you realize you belong to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, salvation is free; it absolutely is. But you don't get salvation without giving everything you have to so Christ. The
0: biggest pillars at the front of the door. He will Start establish. Start you off, right? He is the, the doorway. He's my redeemer. Who's the door? Right. Right. The door. This is the, how, door, the way in. The I'll do it. The door. The door.
1: Right. And and I just I think that's such a powerful thing to think about. Can't get there Why do way. they fall away? I think Solomon, when he builds, I said this before, and I don't mean to bore you if you've heard this before. Even in this this book, we're two chapters in, three chapters in, but I think that Solomon builds those temples for his wives, thinking he's the God above all gods. Why that? does it matter? It won't matter it does because matter. see, look, we've got this temple, and it's greater than anything I'm gonna build for these other gods, because this is the one true and God. But I'm just going really to do this to up. keep my wives happy. And I'm also making relationships with these other kingdoms around me, so that we have peace and we get along. The problem is that won't work. The problem is that compromise of I belong a little bit to I mostly belong to God, but I'm okay with all these other false things and wrong things. I'm just going to accept them into my life and let them have a little part. They take over, mm-hmm. and you end up with a judgment you on end you up that you can't get everything out of that you had. Yeah. And and Christians can do that too. Christians can get to the point where you have compromised so much. You're not hearing the Holy Spirit. You've tuned him out completely to do what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. right? you already think right. And you're, you're right. thinking,
0: well, God doesn't talk to people anymore. Yeah, he does. He,
1: he talks does. to those who will seek him and listen. And, and I, I think, the
0: pattern. and I think that's the place we should end with this tonight. Is if you want to find him, you can. Find you can him. find him. He is not hard to find. He will. He He's is not waiting lost. For you, you are. He is not. Wait- <laughs> He's not looking for a way to not let you in. He's right. looking for a way. He that great big. Hum- I can. I, you talk about mind, breadcrumbs. How many breadcrumbs? Uh-huh. I just am thinking about that huge. Those two huge pillars that are that open the whole thing up.
1: Mm-hmm. You have
0: to go through that to get to where you're going. Right. There's mysteries inside, but I can't get anywhere till I walk through the door. Mm-hmm. And I've got, and the Bible says he is the door, right? Mm-hmm. You, any coming any other way? All right, thank you for joining us. I'm sorry we went over a little bit. Remember that we won't be here next week. We will be back the week after, Lord willing. Nothing happens. If it, rapture happens, we're out of here. We'll see you in heaven. Otherwise, keep your Bibles open. Stay battle ready.